Freedom to fly? Another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rifle crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the best area. Friday, Saren, Relora, and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives, and these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job, far beyond the stars. So I'm really happy that we actually ended up recording today because I did a massive amount of prep this morning and I'm, I'm really excited about this episode, gang. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. We're kind of just going to dive right into it because we still have a lot to get to and we did a lot of character check-ins last time. So we all know how, we all know how you're doing. We know how you're feeling. We understand what's up. And in the meantime, something, who knows what really activated one of Relora's favorite training programs in your <laughs> holodeck, as it were. But anyway, just to, just to catch everybody up, you rounded up a bunch of Defrixes, you're taking them back to Vesk 3. Something went wrong with your ship systems, jumped you into the drift, taking you to a location that you're pretty sure is the Horsei Orbital Plate, where Aline Rosora waits, villainously rubbing her hands together and staring out the window in an ominous manner, I'm sure. <laughs> I always pictured it was more of a Mr. Burns excellent kind of... Oh, yes. Oh. Okay. It's more and more like tapping her fingers together. Yes. Staring menacingly <laughs> out the window as she awaits your arrival. <laughs> I showed you, her how to do that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Rolora taught her everything she knows about how to stand ominously. <laughs> Rolora would know. Rolora is all about form and function. The beautiful True. blending of the two. So uh, in addition to various computer failures and certain systems locking themselves against you, other systems spontaneously deciding to be on and super chaotic, uh, also the power went down for the most part, except for life support systems and the aforementioned systems that are still on causing havoc. And your herd of adorable raccoon skunk bears got loose out of your cargo hold. They are currently rampaging through the ship and uh, causing a lot of damage to important systems and to each other, unfortunately. And you're trying to contain the situation in whatever way possible. You're pretty sure that you have about three days in the drift on the way to the horse eye orbital plate at this point. Mud so. has control of our ship. Yep. <laughs> You did your best, but Rolora was able to dig into the systems and discovered this silvery cloud of nanites that is spread around 
and shut any system down where you would actually be able to seize control of your ship again. Boo. So no, you're still in the drift. You're still hurtling towards certain doom. <sighs> I'm sure you'll figure doom. it out. Doom. Ballad currently has control of one group of Depresses that she is herding back towards the cargo hold and safety. There are a couple of gobos running around also trying to get the herds back under control. Saren is currently in the tech workshop where she has just managed to shut down a couple of tech arms that were just shooting lasers everywhere. It was a party. So we'll see what happens next. And... Friday and Relora are up in the recreation suite, the HAC and or slash the hollow deck in the Starfinder universe, where a Vesk and three Skittermanders are currently furiously attacking Relora, who jumped in at the end of our last episode. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> it's like Tactical knife out, environmental protections on, and in the note for gear, it says medicinals and data pad only, parentheses, gear in bunk. So it's like, no guns. You've got <laughs> just nothing. the knife. Oh, <laughs> you just oh, have man. the knife. <laughs> uh, you got to stay strapped. <laughs> yeah. Well, she has her medicinals, I guess, and a data pad. That <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what they... We'll see what that I'm does. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Don't worry. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> at the end of the last episode that the two of you called down to Ballad and Saren to drop mm. what they were doing and come help out. Yep, pass so it the off go- to the gobos. The gobos, <laughs> the gobos are currently going to be are going to be taking over for Ballad hurting the. I'm sure that's going to go great. animals back. I'm sure that nothing will happen. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Those gobos nothing are good at their at jobs. Nothing at all. Okay, so we had just concluded Relora's turn at the end of our last episode. And we are on to the light lavender skittermander, who is kind of up more towards the like northeast corner of the holodeck. Uh, sees Relora go for his holographic pal. In one of his six arms, he has a little laser pistol. Poop. That goes pew pew at Relora. Fresh. Chittering at them in skittermanderese. Under 16. Under 16. Under 16. (laughs) Uh, No, it's a 23. So that definitely, that'll that'll get you. Well, I guess that'll do. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, skittios. I still got some stamina left. Ooh, there's still some stamina in the tank. Just a little bit. Okay. You're going to take four points of piercing damage. Okay. And as you feel these rounds go through you, you realize to your horror that the safety features have naturally been turned off. Of course. These are no longer holographic projectiles. So at the beginning of us getting the ship and I made the joke about us having a holograph hologram episode, um, I take that back. (laughs) This is what you asked for. (laughs) This is what you wanted. You wanted a holodeck malfunction and I delivered. I gave one to you. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank God this game doesn't have transporters. Uh... (laughs) You have to figure out a way to work that one in there to get your 
get your insides all scrambled. No, I want evil duplicate if that... Wait, shut up, Dustin. Dustin! Uh, I I can make that happen, too! Oh, my goodness. (laughs) There's cloning facilities everywhere. No worries. That's it. My next character is going to be Mirror Friday. (laughs) His name is going to be Francisco Viernes. (laughs) <laughs> this is actually a great uh, this is a I mean Friday is a witch warper and can actually access alternate realities. Just imagine the malfunctions that can happen with those sorts oh, of abilities, you know? Man. Oh, man. I am so glad they didn't have a person uh, that I have to write every time I cast a spell that like <laughs> uh. Angel, totally casual question. What was that name you just said? Um Francisco Viernes. We need Vendredi. Francisco Friday. <laughs> Francis or something. <laughs> and then we'll do it in all the other romance languages. His, yes, it, perfect. It, in that alternate universe, his mother got a calendar with, uh, with like, Spanish language days yes. instead of English language <laughs> days. Saints, we used to get those from restaurants all the time, so every day had a specific saint on them. Um, for every day of the month. Oh, man, we always had those every year. That's another great way to get names for <laughs> characters. I think there was a couple of cousins that actually did that. We got them from oh, Dustin Casalupe. Casalupe! That's where most of the calendars came from. Abby knows Casalupe. I know Casalupe. Yep, that's where we, were, we got most of the calendars from. <laughs> Okay, so the little scoot- the Skittermander shoots at Rolora, uh, does manage to injure her a little bit. Oh, poop. And then laughs. It goes, <laughs> you should have known better than to try to mess with the mighty Cartho. <sighs> Cartho? I love Cartho. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, Cartho and I go way back. <laughs> uh, we move on to the next little skitterbander, the bright magenta one, who has her laser pistol and her tiny little fist, and also will shoot at Rolora. Don't you dare! You're on our turf now! Uh, yeah, 20 is definitely. 20 is gonna hit you! 20! A 20 will do it! Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. This one's going to hurt a little more. Oh, no, no, no. This one's going to hurt quite a bit more. That's going to be 12 points of damage. Oh, that's going to... Now I'm going to have to do Oof. math as I split that between my stamina and hit points. Do okay. some well shit. Oh, my. That is a good chunk right there. Ooh, that hurt. Ballad, it's your turn. Well, uh, all I can do is double move here. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go ahead uh, to where Friday and Miss Fanny are. I can get just inside the doors. So I'm running in as fast as I can. Whip in hand, brandishing it threateningly. And uh, as soon as she gets in there, she yells, Hey, over here! Trying to draw aggro. <laughs> Perfect. 
Uh, it works really well because the vest that's in the room turns his head towards you very slowly, lowers his dashko in your direction, and says, You will kneel before Cartho. <laughs> Ballad smirks and uh, does a very anime smirk where she just has her one little fang showing. Ting! It's one of those ding, smirks ding. with like the furrowed eyebrows. Angry anime smirk. He advances towards you, Dashko raised, and is going to take a swing. 12 probably isn't going to do it. Ah, no. No. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't think so. Didn't think that would be good or it. Okay, so yeah. She doesn't so even he... do a cool dodge. She does like the most like lazy dodge ever. Just whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Still smirking like, hmm. Try again. <laughs> he roars in frustration, kind of does this move like he's yanking the the tip of the Doshko blades out of the floor. It doesn't make any sense because it's, it's holographic until it like touches you. <laughs> Basically. And, uh, and then just as he is, seems like he's about to say something back, another deep, snarly voice comes from the far corner of the room. Ooh. Uh-oh. Drag this guy out here. Well, shit. Roll, He's roll. in space. He's already dead. <laughs> Another holographic character <laughs> appears. What? Cartho, you know this won't work. You have attempted your pathetic attempts to take over my throne too many times. I want Rolora, Friday, and Ballad to make me culture checks. <laughs> Oh, what is going on? <laughs> culture, culture. Friday is an uncultured I mean, swine as always, uh, so he cannot even roll culture. So, okay, I'm sure this is not at all related to the criminal underworld, right? It's not related to the criminal underworld even a little bit. <laughs> My guess is like a book series. Yeah, it's yeah, I, not I, even. I got a sixteen. <laughs> I also got a 16. Woo-woo. 16 story. twins. Twins. <laughs> Twinsies. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's more than enough to know, considering both of you. Well, Ballad may be in a more casual way, but certainly Rolora <laughs> avidly watches this show. Mm. This is the main character <gasps> of Kaplan Balshuk Karthak. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. My favorite novella. <gasps> that's right. Uh, Abby gets um, um, 50 uh, GM XP. Amazing. I love this. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, what what will I spend it on? <laughs> yes, this is Karthak, the exiled prince of Vesk 1. Who has recently been making gains on retaking his throne? And the other Vesk in the room is his evil twin, oh. Cartho, and his band of rogue skittermander devils. Rolores <laughs> can go, You're not supposed to be here until chapter eight. Bill Rolores like, I dos mio. <laughs> Gay scandalo. <laughs> Stay calm, madam. I'll take care of him. Oh, some palpitations. And oh, uh, let me geez. go ahead and add him to their turn order. Real <laughs> she'll, turn, she'll turn to Ballad. It's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> 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 
Miss Fanny, this is a hologram. (laughs) 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 I need you to know that. (laughs) Please tell me you know that. (laughs) You know, sometimes we're in the drift for a good while. (laughs) For a while. (laughs) It doesn't hurt to have entertainment on hand. So he will completely ignore Rolora and the remaining purple skittermander, and he is going to advance straight for his evil twin. That is so awesome. Awesome. He's swirling his own Doshko around him. Fanny puts away uh, their their weapons and just pulls out some popcorn. (laughs) Yes! Karthak strides forward, double moving boldly, taking an attack of opportunity from that Skittermander that he strides directly through its space. The Skittermander misses because Karthak has this incredible aura. You don't dare hit him. He really does seem (laughs) like a king. That's as much as he can do for the nonce, though. And we move on to the final Skittermander, the other little purple, little purple fuzzy guy uh, who also just has a little pistol and is going to fire fairly close range at Rolora. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> Rolora is standing right there. Sorry, Angel. <laughs> uh, I knew is what I was getting one? into when I got in there. Yeah, that's that's an attack of opportunity, Rolora. Stab him. Oh. Yes, oh, sweet. Yeah, it is standing very close to you. Stab, stab. Yes, yes, Stabby, stab. And I think they might have missed. Tactical knife. Uh, that's a 16 plus 6, so for a total of 22. Yep, that'll hit either That'll hit either one of the armors that you're going for. All right, that's going to be nice. four points of slushing. Four points. Four points of slashing damage. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. That's fine. <laughs> That's just fine. You manage to surprise the fluffy little guy so much that he his shot just goes wild. It goes into the ceiling instead Woo. as he's attempting to shoot you uh, because he got a 12 on his attack, <laughs> which I'm guessing done do it. <laughs> we move on to our chief engineer, Saren Caceres. Hi. Hi. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> uh, so Saren Caceres is taking a just a brief break, you know, just decides to light up a, a cigarette and just have a puff. No. Nice. Um, nice. <laughs> so I'm glad, I'm glad that she's taking some time for herself. <laughs> That's uh, you know, yeah, we're good up here. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I was going to do um, was specifically, I'm, I'm not good in combat. Saren knows this. Saren has other responsibilities. Um, Saren is going to start looking for an active computer. Looks like there's probably one at the turret station that I could get to. Yeah, there's a computer up there. I will make my way up to the turret station. Okay. What do you want to do up there? I want to, for, so it's going to be a double move, so I won't have any standard actions, but I would like mm-hmm. to just take a glance to uh, before I really settle into anything to see if if the computer is active. Yeah, it, it, this one's active. Okay, yep. You can see that the screen's lit up and everything. 
All right. I will have that be my turn, you know, moving. Okay. Uh, and I will say on the comms, um, I'm, I'm still looking for active computers to try and figure out what the heck is going on on the ship and find out where those nanates are. So, um, good luck. Thank you, Saren. I believe in you. Oh, thanks. It's all. <laughs> I got this. Friday, Francisco. You are watching one of your crew member, Relora's favorite telenovelas come to life in a very strange manner inside the holodeck. And Relora is not looking great. I've been staring at the holodeck this whole time because I haven't had much to do while I'm waiting because there's so many, so many enemies on the board right now. Uh, and I noticed the four little sparkling dots. Are those hollow emitters? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So if I shot at one and possibly disabled it, that in theory would disable the what start to disable the uh, holograms on here. Correct. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay. I hadn't. I actually hadn't thought about it, but that's how I imagine it would work. This is just on the plain old deck. There's no. There's no scene that's being overlaid over your eyes, so you can see them and presumably shoot at them. Yeah. Okay. So I am going to do one of my gems of magic missile. I believe I have two of them. Okay. And hopefully these things don't have a lot of hit points, and I'm going to fire one at one hollow emitter and one at the other one and see what happens. And uh, those automatically hit. Okay. You're going to have to excuse me while I Google to see if there are any already existing rules about shooting shooting up a uh, Starfinder holodeck thing. Because Dustin is a shenaniganer. He never approaches anything in a straightforward way. He always looks to see what kind of alternative method there might be. And in fact, Dustin, I'm going to give you a hero point for that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You (laughs) always do something I cannot predict or anticipate. And uh, it's annoying and awesome of you. (laughs) Those of us who have been playing with Dustin a long time call this his Scooby-Doo tactics. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) There's a way to Scooby-Doo it. He's got to figure it out. He's going to figure it out. And you know what? I didn't really know what that meant until trying to GM him. (laughs) I don't know whether to be insulted or take the co- take it as a compliment. But. Maybe a little bit of both, my man. A little bit of both. <laughs> I mean, it's their fault. They left the four little bright dots on the, just the, the those. Design. I mean, those are yeah. That's you know whatever. Do do what you're gonna do. <laughs> What's the what is the damage that these magic missiles are doing? Uh, three and a four actually. All right, hang on a second while I. Do some, do some thinking. I mean, I mean, my character's all about manipulating environments. So. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's why. I mean, I, 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 I respect it. I think it's, I think it's cool. What I will say though is that with magic missile, doing three points of damage at a time in a in a recreation suite that has been designed to take some you know, to take some abuse from people enjoying themselves within three points at a time. You can see from just the, the one attempt you've made 
that's going to take a minute to break anything in here. That's going to take more rounds than you think might be, I don't know, a good use of your time. Fanny, is there any way we can disable the, the hollow show? I can see if I can get behind the paneling. Uh, that might be our best bet. Um, sorry, I can't do much more to help you. You might want to get out of there in, in first. Yeah, back it up, Miss Fanny. I got this. I don't think they can go past the, the line for for the room. So as long as you step out, the holograms will just disappear outside of it. All right, I'll make a tactical retreat. Oh, 18. Okay. Hey, me too. 18 with my plus zero. <laughs> wow, you two are just twinsies today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you get, Dustin? I got a 12. A 12. Okay. Everyone but Dustin. Uh, because I think maybe Friday, you you don't have a great angle on it. But Ballad and Rolora, you can see that the, the holodeck computer, it's on. In order for the holograms mm. to be turned on the computer does need to be functioning. So you should be able to, uh, you should be, if you can get to the computer, you should be able to turn it off. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Friday, anything else you want to do with your turn? Unfortunately, that is all I can do. We're moving on to Rolora Rosora. You've just noticed that the computer is in fact on. You were a little distracted before because things were shooting you. They were hitting Mm -hmm. you. Your favorite television character suddenly appeared, strode into the room. I think he winked a little bit at you as he walked by. (gasps) Oh my. (laughs) You know know now the computer is blinking. Um, Where's it located at? You're actually standing in front of it. This this ring ring right here is the... It's the computer banks, and it's supposed to sink into the floor once you've selected a program. Okay. Let's see. Okay. It's kind of like the wall that just suddenly appears on the Enterprise. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. Um, I'm a. Okay. Gotta move because this thing's gonna be there. But then I'll get an attack of opportunity. You know what? I'm gonna try to at least down this one before I begin. Okay. Um, with. What are you gonna do? I'm going to use a spell. Technomancy. I'm going to use some technomancy. Uh, this one it works really well against electrical devices. And I could... Um, would this thing count as an electrical device, as a projection? Made of energy? Hmm. Hmm. What is it exactly? You know, um, it's called Jolteen's uh, Surge. Oh, you know what? I have a data pad with me. I could actually either cast it directly on electrical devices or something that I'm holding that uses like electricity. So with uh, my data pad, and what's nice is casting the spell does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Nice. So I'm picturing Relora, you know, she's got her arms out or she, um, the Skittermander has its arms out. So one of them with a data pad is going to trace quick uh, sigils on it and it glows and she's going to bop it on the head. Bop! <laughs> so let me do my melee. Nice, excellent, okay. <laughs> bop! She told you, fresh! So that is a 17 melee. That just hits. They're they're dodgy little, they're dodgy little creatures. Ooh! They're short and flush. Un- wow, short, fluffy, and nimble. But you got it. <laughs> Uh, she's she's tr- she's uh, recalling her Skittermander days. 
she could only um so the astrozoans can only do that are kind of same size category so she was only able to pull off scat skittermander when she was younger once you know her mass grew she wasn't able to um you know get the same um you know center of gravity mass to kind of pull it off anymore but you know she spent some time she she she's using that knowledge to to get a hit in nice. and with that when it makes a connection her eyes glow uh, the the data pad glows and 16 points of electricity da- uh, damage like spark um, interfacing with the the makeup of this projection <laughs> The shock goes through them and their fur stands on end and they kind of do that (laughs) thing. Uh, You briefly see their skeleton flash through their skin. (laughs) That's awesome. But the little guy's still standing. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought that was going to do it. Whoopsie. I thought that was going to free up one combatant, but I guess not. Oh, well, it was a calculated Not quite. He looks singed. Very, very singed. And a little dazed, but otherwise is still looking like he's probably going to try to shoot you. Any confusion at all? Sorry. Should put a little bit more juice on it. Is that uh, is? Are are there any conditions that get inflicted with this, or is it just straight up? It just deals the damage. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So the days the days just for flavor, not for (laughs) not mechanical. Not dazed or confused. He's not dazed or confused in a Drat, mechanical sorry. sense. In a flavor sense, absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, that's, right. uh, that's all they got. Okay, cool. The skittermander that is is standing closer to Ballad's corner of the room, his jaw dropped when Karthak entered the room. Just absolutely lost his cool watching this man stride gracefully across the holodeck, uh, but has since seemed to regain some composure and notices that there's this uh, pink cat android person who is really well poised to strike his boss in the back the instant she gets an opportunity while he's distracted by his twin brother. So he's going to shoot at Ballad. Oh, and she looks absolutely murder horny for it too. Even if it's a hologram, <laughs> she's like, "Oh my god, You've been such a juicy a opportunity!" Uh, absolute, <laughs> absolutely, murder horny is a shirt that just needs to happen in our shop at some point. <laughs> How's a fifteen do? No, no, okay, nope. Very nice. Shoot and a miss. Can't touch me. He snarls in frustration and like shakes his pistol. Like, ah! <laughs> Ballad literally laughs like that. She just like lifts one foot without even looking at him. <laughs> and that's where it hits. <laughs> oh my God, that's so insulting and it's so funny. <laughs> Ballad is mean in a fight. She doesn't yeah, care. She is. <laughs> this is her wheelhouse, baby. <laughs> So my little magenta darling down a little farther in the holodeck. Let's see. He doesn't need to do anything. (laughs) Mm, But I think she wants to. I think she wants to. (laughs) She's pretty in pink. 
Magenta, like a blues clue. <laughs> she's just she's so beautiful. Um, mm, uh, she's also gonna shoot at Ballad, I think. <laughs> Let me just lift my other Ballad. Foot. Ballad is directly <laughs> flanking her boss, and it is concerning that Rolora is standing so close to the computers. But Skittermanders are also extremely squirrely critters, and she's just going to go ahead and also shoot at Ballad. I also just, I want to hit Jess a little bit. <laughs> not, if, not, uh, if we're being not... honest. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly why I, I act super assholey. <laughs> when you're playing a tank character, you have to make the GM mad at you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's excellent aggro, like, tank tactics. <laughs> just like ah oh, I want to hit you at least once <laughs> and I think I did it this time uh, because I got a nat 18 <gasps> oh, balls yeah you got me hell yeah you finally that some, did it that is some absolutely <laughs> piss poor damage you will take two <laughs> points of fierce damage oh no but I got oh. you a little bit <laughs> Oh no, my hit points! <laughs> my stamina! My stamina! Oh my god, that's so annoying. <laughs> I hate me! Uh, it's okay, don't worry. You know, I'm, I'm almost down my stamina. I have like six stamina left. You don't need to patronize all that happened me last time. You feel better. I'm not patronizing I'm not patronizing you. You got me good last time. <laughs> that's true. That does make me better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Ballad, you've been shot at twice by these pesky, fluffy little things. You are standing next to the greatest menace the Viscarium has seen in a millennia. What do you want to do? <laughs> Even after getting hit, she does. She looks completely unfazed. Like, the hole in her arm or whatever is immediately patching up. And she does sort of a spinning, like, twirling guarded step and winks at the Skittermanders, and then because I realize I have my arm extensions uh, clicked on, um, she's gonna, yeah, gar- do a really acrobatic, beautiful, twirling guarded step, wink at the Skittermanders, and just whip at the hologram. Of the, of the best? Yeah. You're attacking Cartho? Uh, yeah. 24. Magnificent. Uh, yeah, you got him. Oh! Do you know what I, uh, plus four is my bonus. So guess what that means. Was that a natural 20? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just read the number and I was like, Is that oh, what good. you're trying to tell me? Is that that was a natural 20? <laughs> is that what you want to say? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I forgot my bonus is lower when I have the arm extensions out. So <laughs> doesn't matter if you crit though, does it? <laughs> no, nothing matters if you crit. <laughs> Let me go ahead and pull a critical hit card here. Oh my god. Shut them up a little bit, since we had a few of those during our last fight, too. Uh, hmm, the attack has the line weapon special property. What does that mean? (laughs) Weird, okay. So maybe it hits our buddy? Yeah, I think it pro- that probably. I'm double checking, but I'm pretty sure that means that it uh, it hits Karthak too. <laughs> Ooh, he's a also a hologram. It's da- fine. <laughs> oh, here's what it says: If you score a critical hit, that effect applies only to the first target hit in the line, and you roll the critical damage separately. If multiple creatures are equally close, yeah. So it is like. 
<laughs> That's funny. Yep. Oops. Okay, excellent. Um, amazing. Okay, so you you critically hit Cartho, and then you just normal hit Karthak standing right behind him, I think is okay. what that means. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I believe so. Yeah. You whip it forward and it goes through Karthak into, sorry, it goes through Kartho into Karthak and then you yank Ooh. it out and it yanks even more, even more delicious holographic guts out after it on the recoil. <laughs> Ooh, whoopsie. So what's the damage, what what's do? the damage on Karthak first and then we'll, we'll do your critical damage. Oh, okay. Uh, 11 for Karthak. Okay. And then twenty flickers for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Karthak, not intentional. (laughs) Ooh, maybe you should have more substance. (laughs) For the mighty Karthak, (laughs) you'll be okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and twenty-three for Kartho. Uh, Kartho disappears. (laughs) <laughs> worth it Cartho flickers and I you know Cartho flickers because he is a telenovela character and the program is designed to give them really dramatic deaths <laughs> he, oh, I can't wait for this he stumbles back from Karthak where he had just been raising his Doshko to valiantly slay his twin brother and he looks over his shoulder at you he's clutching his stomach He's trying to suppress the blood that's bleeding out around it. He stumbles to his knees and then gazes up at you and says, it's not over. And then he dies, flickers, and he's gone. Ooh, I just got chills. They should put this in the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Cartho has been defeated. Ballad gives a cocky grin to the... The skitter man. Didn't seem like he was that great. <laughs> yeah, y'all are next. <laughs> She's like descending upon them. <laughs> well, in season twelve, there's this whole cloning story arc. Well, uh, spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> um, each clone is slightly weaker, but if he kills all of them, he absorbs all of their power back into himself. The main one. <laughs> You've seen the season. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm a casual watcher, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that the end of your turn, Ballad? You're now menacingly turning to advance upon the Skittermanders. <laughs> oh, yes. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it is now the mighty Karthak's turn. And even though, like, his brother's body is no longer holographically there... He still slumps to his knees, puts pushes his Doshko into the ground, and pretends to be cradling Cartho's body in his arms. He throws his head back and gives a keening roar to the heavens. And so like, distracting. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing the one robot from Futurama <laughs> as you're saying this, like, no! Yes, it's it's exactly that drum. It's exactly that dramatic. And he just kind of sits there and he weeps over his brother's body and he says like, although I knew it would ultimately come to this, it still fills me with great sorrow. You will be mourned. I will arrange the most lavish burial in the history of the Viscarium for you, my brother. And other such things 
as we roll on to uh, the little skittermander that Relora keeps taking little pot shots at. The little guy is going to finally come to his senses and take a guarded step back. Oh. So, there's that. Smarty pants. Super. And uh, he will take a shot at you, Relora. Seventeen. Oh, that's gonna do it. How'd I do? Excellent. Perfection. Yikes. I'm gonna have to take some healing serum now. I mean, if I survive this hit, we'll see. Oh no, are you that far down? Yeah, I took a big hit last time. You took two points of damage. How much? (laughs) Two. Oh, 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 well, I, I, I got a little, a little bit left in the tank then. I'm, I'm back to, back to, I'm back to rolling my usuals. So don't worry about it. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, that's going to do it for that little guy. And Saren, you're missing all of the excellent telenovela drama down there in favor of what? Poking around on some boring gunship computers. I mean, are you sure that's what you want to be doing? <laughs> Absolutely. There's nothing Saren would rather be doing than poking around on some exciting gunship computers. She uh, loves computers. I know this she is does. very. This is very true. It's, you know, I mean, it's kind of like hacking, right? You know, it's a puzzle. There's, there's something to solve and figure out and, you know. Plus, you know, she's fighting Jerome's special war. Right now, while they're dealing with like telenovelas, <laughs> she's like, oh, "All right, let's get this computer under check." <laughs> ah, cracks your knuckles. <laughs> right, micro fractures appear war. in the glass yeah. or in the in the crystal frame, and um, she will sit in the chair and uh, will start trying to retake control of the ship's computers through the turret's computer. You may make me a computer's check. Okay. I rolled a 15 on the die for a 26 total. Ooh, Ooh. nice. Nice. Ooh, baby. That's nice. <laughs> my, my, my good computer rolls are back this week. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. It's tricky. The tactical, the tactical weapons computers, they're definitely not designed and they don't have the power to run the ship. Sure. They're, they're there to power the guns. But you're a really, really good computer engineer and you also have the affectionate tinkering help of some happy, squirrely little gobos who you've been sort of messing around with all sorts of fail-safes and whatnot <laughs> around your ship. <laughs> Different things that you might do. You didn't necessarily assume a hostile takeover of your computer system was ever likely to happen, but hey, you know, it was fun to program stuff just in case. You did build yourself a little backdoor <laughs> into... The tactical computer. Oh yeah, for the gunship. Yep. It's huh. got it's got enough juice 
you may choose one system to bring back fully online from this computer. It does not have the processing power to do the entire ship, but you can pick, sure. you can pick, a, you can pick one thing. So before I give an answer, I don't have, I don't know what systems are offline. And uh, do you, could you provide me a list? Sure. Um, in general, imagine anything helpful. It's offline. Okay. <laughs> Um, so navigation so, navigation is offline the drift engine is online but it but but yes the navigation system to control the drift engine is off um let's see you still have air you still have gravity you still have control over the airlock doors so that's you know good yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> Pretty much everything else, though, is is off. So I'm gonna I'm gonna group like, think on this one. Um, my thinking navigation would be good for us. Uh, I mean, it seems like you've got all this handled in the in the hall holo- chamber. Like, I don't even know if we need to turn off the hol- holograms. What system <laughs> has the most powerful computer? Ooh, it's a good question. That is a very good question. Well, the most powerful computer... Wow, there is a wild storm happening outside of my window. That was <laughs> some extremely loud thunder that just crackled right overhead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounded like a cannon. Oh. Wet and very warm. Wet, warm. It's a swamp. Gross. Wet and warm. Water. It is gross. Baltimore! Baltimore is a... Brandon literally just sent me a message that says, I need these AC people to get here before I pass away. (laughs) Like right as we were talking about this, he psychically heard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The most powerful computers are on, are on the bridge and in engineering. I would say that the computers that like support the most, that have like the largest processing power would probably be in engineering itself to support all of the, all of the various functions that keep all of you alive in space. Okay. In that case, I will turn on the engineering computers to remand control to myself. Nice. You Again, you can't control those systems from the turret, so you will have to get back down to engineering. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. and it tracks it tracks for me that Saren would put a backdoor into the engineering systems more than anything else mm-hmm. that makes Rather, more sense yeah yeah you know because she knows she knows that she can do whatever from there so yeah all right okay cool, cool. good job Saren Woo. perfection hell yeah hell yeah okay moving on Friday Francisco Hmm, what do I want to do? I go over to Fanny. I oh, hit you with a healing serum. I was um, just looking up dying rules. Oh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is six points of healing there. Ooh, I'll take it. Not a ton, but it will help. Okay, there we go. That gets me into the double digits, which is nice. And then... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't... It, and I don't think in Starfinder I can move, do an action and move, correct? Nope. Nope. Yeah, mm. I didn't think so. Boo. 
I want yep, my that action. Also, that's three. also a Pathfinder 2e thing. <laughs> I miss my three three uh, action economy. Yeah, okay. they definitely have a nice streamlined action economy in that one. But uh, will be my turn. Okay, Rolora. What do you now- want to do? You feel better? Yes. Okay, then they're going to take their full attention onto the computer, uh, crack several fingers, and so that's the um, roll my sound effects for rolling computer checks. That is uh, 18 on the dice. So with a plus eight, that's a total of 26 computers. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's disabled. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. You actually made it with your base dice roll. Oh, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> okay, you beep boop on the computer and all of the holographs, the three skittermanders and the howling Karthak all <laughs> flicker and disappear. And all you've got now is a bunch of frightened Deferexes. Oh, would it have been possible, kind of like with the same action, to shut down the uh, hostile programs to maybe bring up like a home home on the range environmental to kind of calm down the defexes? <laughs> I do have my barn. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you pull up, pull up Friday's barn while you're at it. Ooh, hopefully that'll, that'll keep them calm. Run program home home on the range. <laughs> yeah, the barn, the barn uh, scenario springs up around you. It's like zero. I'm like only environment, <laughs> environment, background only, no characters. Yep. <laughs> uh, they don't appear any calmer. Oh, because shoot. they're they're wild animals who live in a who live in a canyon and then hunt other animals for sustenance. A barn, a barn scenario is just another enclosure. Their world just keeps changing, Angel. I know. They don't understand oh. it. <laughs> they were already kidnapped away from their canyon, and then all this shit started happening. They're very upset. Well, I was thinking of the home home on the range, like the uh, the cartoon where it is in a canyon. But mm-hmm. you know, she she ran across like a barn barn program. She thought that it's like country country uh, country vibes. Serene, country it's vibes. Great. Like, Oh, this isn't what I wanted. Oh, well. Next round. <laughs> uh, all that's right. all they got. That's all okay. they got. Ballad, it's your turn. All right. You can nice use the Defrix call. You can make a... Um, or did you give the Defrix call to the Gabos? I'm pretty sure we didn't have that anymore. No, we recorded it. We kept it. The data, oh, okay. Sound, yeah, the you. Sound. It's the it's the one tool that you still do have. Cool. That wasn't um, like a one use thing. I don't know. I don't know if I would have given it to the gobos or not. We had sort of chilled the ones downstairs out, anyways. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe they would be fine. <laughs> so probably I do have it. I'll I'll try that. Well, in that case, a nice sixteen. That'll do it. That works. Oh, yeah. Lucky. They're fine. They calm down. That's very reassuring sound. And they start following you out the door. Look at you, you little (sighs) Pied Piper. Let's go. 
I'm taking you can down. Can you make it downstairs with your movement? No. I mean, I can make it to the pad. Yeah, but all right, as far as I can get. Okay, uh, Saren, it's your turn again. Saren is going to hoof it to the uh, to engineering. I believe that's going to be function. It's going to be two move actions uh, to make it to engineering. So Saren's mm-hmm. just running, Jambot flying behind her. And I believe, okay. as of right now, G is just standing in the entryway. So, okay, Friday. Friday's going to help Ballad uh, escort the Defrixes to the to the cargo. Since that's your only action, you can get the Defrixes. Uh, you can double move with the Defrixes. Okay. Hell yeah! Take over. <laughs> The Gobos have, as you get downstairs and you're leading this sort of final batch down the hall, uh, you do see that it looks like the Gobos have managed to collect the rest of them from where they were on the ship, herding them back towards uh, back towards the cargo bay. Relora, you're up again. Well, Relora will follow follow suit. What's their maximum movement? What did they say the maximum movement was just to get up to the... I think I could only get to the top of the elevator then. So I will I'll make it back up as well. But that's as far as I can get. Um, although while I am kind of moving at the same time, can I, I don't know, be pulling up? Um, no, I guess that'd be an active. Never mind. I basically, the thought is I want to um, start looking into the nanites as I'm going. So maybe I'm bringing up articles, anything I could find um, on nanites, manipulating nanites, like anything. I'm basically... You can't pull anything up while you're walking, but I'll let you... I'll let Now that you've got a moment to breathe, I'll let you make another... Uh, I'll, make, I'll let you make another engineering check to see if you okay. can remember anything more it. than what you were able um, to earlier. Oh, I don't even remember my original. Uh, this one's a 12 plus 6, 18... Yep, yeah, you don't you don't really recall anything anything more you're going to have to get to. You are going to have to get to a data pad to see what okay. you to see what you can pull up. Already. With that, you're racking your brains, nothing's coming to you. All right, Saren, that's all I got. You're in engineering. In engineering. So my ultimate goal here and you can tell me if this is something that I would be able to achieve or not. Um I would, so I know we're dealing with nanites that are kind of going over the ship and um, taking control. I would ultimately, like, two two things. I would like to, one, stop us in the drift. Mm-hmm. Sure. And two, I would like to see if I can regain control of the ship from the nanites and lock them out of our ship systems. You can definitely do the first one on this turn. The second one is going to be a bit more time involved. Okay. From where I'm currently standing, can I turn off the drift engine or do I need to move for that? There is a manual shutdown on the drift engine right where you're standing because you're you're literally standing next to it. Okay. If you want to do a more traditional, perhaps a safer shutdown, then you would want to use one of the computers. Okay. I will start by going to one of the computers and seeing from there what I can do. Yeah, you have rerouted command of this computer to you with your with your check upstairs. You're able to enter your code uh, and and program the computer as usual to tell the drift engine to stop. So you are 
you are no longer moving through the drift towards Avalon. Okay. <sighs> Every we the have- rest of you, you feel just the ship sh- shudder slightly, and you know, not that not that you're really able to perceive forward movement in a spaceship the same way you can in say a car or a plane, but you do feel the slight shudder as the ship, uh, you know, halts its momentum. So I, I just imagine that the, you know, not just the shutter, but they also hear this like hum, humming sound, like decreasing, like just as the engine spools down. Yes, the the engine winds down. Oh, there's a there's a bit of good news. That will be all I can do. Okay, Friday. It's your turn again. I'm going to finish escorting this here Def- Defrix to the, the back. And, uh, yeah, that is what I'm going to do. When you open the airlock doors, you suddenly realize that they have been depressurized. The Defrexes <gasps> that are inside are on the ground, panting for air, as are the goblins. Oh, no, goblins! Oh no! The, our our money. I know. I was just like our money. Our oh, money. And also, the, also the animals and the goblins. Yes. That's so. You could, you could tell which one of us is the chaotic good character. Uh, I was super surprised that, that you mentioned the gobos birds. I, luckily, I'm wearing my second skin, so that means I have environmental safeties uh, in that situation. So I guess I can activate that because I haven't taken an action yet. Perfect. Uh, Yes. Activate that. So you'll notice that the reason that this compartment has been depressurized is the the airlock doors at the back of the cargo have opened to space. Is there is there a manual way I can close them? Yeah. Yeah, there there is. You'll have to make it there. It's going to be it's going to be difficult because you have your environmental protections on. Uh, That means that you have air your suit is pressurized and you have mag locks on your boots, which means that you're not floating right now, but it is still going to be a struggle against just the sheer lack of atmosphere in the room to walk forward and navigate around all of the defrixes and, and uh, other tiny bodies on the floor. Where do I need to go to fix the door? You are going to want to head for the doors themselves. They have... Uh, computer panels to either side of the airlock doors. And they are across the cargo hold from you. I just think if I have anything that might help with this real quick. I turn on my charming veneer. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, so I assume that there's a, the air is being sucked out of the out of that, basically pulling everything out that way. It's, you know, kind of that scenario situation Mm -hmm. and everybody's just kind of down to the floor Mm -hmm. okay I know what I do I'm going to move over to this corner and I am going to disconnect the mag lock if you think I can do this if I don't think if I if Friday doesn't think he get away with this you have to tell me if Friday could get away with this okay tell me what you tell me what you want to do disable the mag lock boots and use all the the boxes here basically to guide himself so he doesn't get thrown out of the airlock and in theory, by putting himself in this corner and flying forward, he will hopefully hit the wall where the computer panel is first before going flying out to space. Yeah, I think you can do that. Okay. 
You're going to need to make me an athletics check to be able to do that, though. Oh, that plus one. I'm going to use my my just recently gotten uh, 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 point. Uh, Earn and burn, baby. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. (laughs) Okay, so the first roll is... It's a 19. Okay, that's not bad. That's that's about one less than one th- than the two slower than the best I could possibly do. You might as well roll the and second the, one. Maybe you'll get a 20. And the second time I rolled a 16, so a 17. So that's that that's not bad. Mm. It's a good thing you used the hero point. Well, because... the second roll was the oh, seven. I guess, was lower. I guess was never mind. But whatever. You know yeah. what I mean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the first check makes it, the second one would not have. 18, I'm guessing. It was 19. <laughs> oh. You just Ooh, made right. it. All right. So you push off from the ground, disconnecting your mag boots, and you are able to shockingly nimbly navigate your way over the cargo hold. It's almost like you've been doing this for quite a while already. So you use the boxes to navigate, and then when you need to hit the computer panel again, you are able to propel yourself into a flip in midair. And when you touch back down on the bottom, you re-engage your mag boots. And you are at the computer panel. So that's... That's going to be the end of your turn, because you got in here, saw the situation, and then moved again. So that's it. Uh, we will see what happens on your next turn. I also want to make it clear because I don't think I made it clear before. The airlock doors are not wide open. They're just, they're cracked open. It's that scenario in uh, what is uh, Galaxy Quest where they let the room off into the, the space. So they were slowly suffocating. That is exactly what I thought of. Yeah. Yes. Aww. Yeah. I, uh, I let everybody go, go. We got an air leak problem in there. The cargo hold. It looks like the doors are slightly ajar. I'm trying to handle it now. I hope everybody put on their environmental protections when I let them, when I let you know last episode. <laughs> <laughs> she leaves the last episode part out, of course. <laughs> Miss Fanny, you have, you have soap opera brain right now. <laughs> <laughs> Remember last Speaking. season? No. <laughs> Speaking of Miss Fanny, it's Miss Fanny's turn. Uh, she's like, oh, I bet they didn't. I bet they didn't turn them on until just right now. <sighs> I don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> with that, they're making their way to the tech lab um, with the goal of what is going through her mind is, um, you know, when the emergency happened, she was only able to do like a quick, oh, it's nanites. Then there was uh, explosions, chaos everywhere. So now it's okay. We know what it is. She's confident that Saren's taking care of, you know, the engines. And the next thing she wants to do is get a closer look at those nanites. So in her mind, going to the tech lab and kind of doing that, let me get a sample, scan it, basically a whole... Um, investigation type deal you know she's she's no slouch with physical sciences she's no slouch with life sciences computers you know she's had a breadth of jobs that kind of she could pull from to to kind of help out so that's that's why she's aiming for the tech lab and with the goal of i don't know um with the movement i don't know like the action that's left to basically uh what's your your movement again uh base movement 30 so from 
I think the you're good. elevator. Yeah, you can you can get to the computer then in a. I think you can get to the computer in a single movement from the elevator okay. if you just you're just cutting straight across that little corner mm-hmm. right there. All right, so you book it to the computer and uh, go ahead and make a check. It, you can make a computer check or an engineering check. Up to you. So that is 17 on the dice with a plus 8. So that's a total Ooh. of 25. 25. All right. Yes. You're at the computer station. And you don't detect any lingering interference in this computer. Okay. And the nanites themselves are not in evidence. Oh, that's interesting. Well, send a quick message to Sarah. It's like, um, no evidence of nanite interference in the tech lab. I'm searching through, and she's basically kind of sending the data. Uh, you know, sending screenshots <laughs> to to Saren's <laughs> location. Um, oh, interesting. Because you're standing right there, and I do want to give you something for the incredible check you made, you do notice that there is some residue on the floor. Oh. It's just not in the computer, but it is by the computer. Um, is that for kind of like for next turn, or that's kind of for next turn okay. because you you moved you moved and did a you moved and did a check. But I'll let you I'll let you have that one since you're standing okay. right there. <laughs> oh, what a mess everywhere. Ballad, we're doing you. Alright. Ballad is double moving, taking as much of a sprint as she can towards the cargo hold to uh, help out El Capitan, since, you know, she doesn't need environmental protections and she is a big strong android. Uh, mm-hmm. one thing GM call here. So I, I feel like it's more for combat that they specify this, but technically retracting my extendo arms is considered a move action. Um, would that be something? Cause you know, you can like kind of draw a weapon while you're running. Could I consider it that kind of move action and like unextend them as I'm running or, <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, I don't care. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. If you want, if you want to do that, you may. You absolutely feel free. Like, I, I do agree that that kind of sounds like more. That would come up more in combat, I suppose. Yeah, and it might be or a different like, conversation, you know, but but you're you're running you're running down a hallway. I I think that it's fine if you're also like shaking your arms, trying to get trying to get your <laughs> extendo arms to retract back in. That's that's fine with me. Awesome. Yeah, because I figure it's one of those things like they, you know, they have rules around like you can draw this kind of weapon if you're already taking a move. So I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe it's the same kind of situation. No. Your legs are doing the most of the moving here. You can you can suck you can yeah. suck your arms back in at your leisure, how, I think. How complicated could it be? <laughs> it's it's gonna take you a minute to get there anyway. Just exactly. yeah, whatever. Extendo 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 disextendo away. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes. I am a very magnanimous GM. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Val is just sprinting full bore down the hallway. And as she's going, her arms are pumping and they're slowly retracting. So they're like pumping and retracting. It's really, it's a really weird visual. 
uh, and they just get. I, I just have a, I just have a visual of the Naruto run with your hands behind it, but they're just doing a little wave for me. Big long arms flapping behind me, and then they're like, zoop. Um, no, yeah. As soon as they, they're they're basically just in front of the door for the audience. They're almost okay. there, almost there, <laughs> so close, and yet so, so far. far. As we yeah. proceed yeah. to Saren's turn. From where I'm at, is there anything that I can do to to close the airlock doors in uh, in the engineer or not in the engineering in the cargo hold? No, it seems to be the last system on the ship that is still being wacky and hasn't come back online. Okay, okay. and is still cordoned off from the rest of it every as you're looking through the computer though i will say that you everything else seems normal now uh you seem to have fully regained control of the ship okay interesting yeah if you want to make me uh if you want to make me any checks to know more you can make an engineering check on this one sure i will make an engineering check and if I have the time on this turn, I also want to figure out what the heck is up with the webcams. Ooh, <laughs> the security a fun cams. question. <laughs> All right, delightful. So I will do the engineering roll to see if I can figure anything out. Ugh, bad roll. Um, I rolled a six for a seventeen. Ooh, there went my good rolls. <laughs> Uh, Which was that for? Was that for the cameras or was that for nanite knowledge? Uh, Right now for nanite knowledge. Nanite knowledge. You're not especially familiar with this form of technology, but just from what you've already seen happen here and the limited amount of knowledge that you do have, um, you can guess that these things are quick to activate and then quick to peter out. They're designed, they seem to be designed to cause an overwhelming amount of chaos and destruction in a short span of time before disappearing without a trace to leave no evidence. All right. So they've essentially been absorbed into the ship systems, but have been rendered relatively harmless. Okay. Um, looks like the nanite problem isn't going to be a problem for much longer. It seems like they go inert pretty quickly after they cause the damage that they've caused. So just do your best to work on the on closing those doors. Those are the last ones that are kind of running amok, it looks like. Mm. This is weird. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> okay, Friday, you are at the airlock. Uh, you want to try to get the doors to close, right? Yes. Because you are essentially having to reprogram. It's it's not a matter of like pushing the button to get them to close because of... Well, I was going to say, because usually on, especially on spaceships, there's usually a, a physical redundancy for every electrical redundancy, just in case 
the computers go haywire. You know, like I'm thinking about Star Trek that when they pull off the panel and pull the lever in order to open it because the computer's on the fritz or whatever. That's what I was kind of figuring there would be something like that in here. Sure, yeah. Um, because my the other the other option is either a computer's check to reprogram the doors or an engineering check to know how to disable them in a more physical sense. Okay. Closest, I guess I could just roll a raw engineering. Roll a raw engineering and see what happens. What's the what's the modifier for engineering intelligence? I would suspect though Friday would have like basic knowledge of this stuff. Um, That's why I was thinking even if it's trained only, this might be. They really need like a like a your own ship skill tree. (laughs) Um, I'll let you. Well, this is uh, why you have an engineer, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Picard doesn't well, yeah. know how to work the engine engineering stuff. Yeah, because it right. says untrained. No, Janeway does because well, they took some skill points. I, I was about to say I've seen phys- I've seen Picard remove a panel to uh, initiate a physical system when a computer. Right, but he probably down. took an engineering uh, uh, supplemental <laughs> course in. at Starfleet Academy that yeah, gave like him the knowledge to do that. Friday, yeah. <laughs> time for Friday. Put one point in there. Oh, yeah. Looks oh, like no, you no. might have to diversify some of your skills, Dustin. Oh, no, I plan to. We just haven't hit a level yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Saren, I'm going to need you to walk me through how to get through these uh, these here mechanisms. That'll allow. That's a good idea. Oh, yep. I will. I'll be right on that, Captain. I will help you as best I can. So I will delay my turn then. Okay. Good. Sounds good. Yeah. Speaking of Angel. Well, that's all right, Jiri. You concentrate on the cameras. She looks up and gives them. She's trying to remember that the like eye look she used to give Ellie, like oh, easy. And we'll look up at the camera with freaking shade. <laughs> you take care of the cameras. All right, Captain. You will see next to you a panel marked seven C five three two, which you'll want to do. And as I roll. Oh, natural 20. Oh, sorry. That was my natural 20 roll, Dan. Yeah. Um, I can tell a- when you're doing that noise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a 28. Okay. Hell yeah. Now you'll want to prime it three times. Not two, not four, Captain, but three. <laughs> Is this a Jurassic Park reference, Angel? When- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I when- love it. <laughs> Once you hear the click... You'll hear a hiss sound. That means you've engaged it correctly. Now, <laughs> the panel on the side has three knobs on it. The first one, you'll turn a quarter to the left. The second one, uh, four-eighths to the right, and basically kind of going through those steps. Now, once those are ready, you can pull pull both of those items. They'll look like, um, you know, they look like the horns of a... Um, eh. So just pull on those and then push forward, and that should do the trick. <laughs> uh, are you gonna let me just do this? Uh, no, I'm gonna. Just... You're gonna make a raw intelligence check. Oh, that's my best score. Do you understand <laughs> what he's saying or what she's saying? Oh crap! I got logged out. Um, of course, I think refresh, I rolled refresh. a three. Dang, lucky it's not me. Out. I got a three. Sometimes I just roll on other people. <laughs> Did you roll it just for fun? Just to see. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I do that well, all the I time. <laughs> I never do that because I'm like, oh, then if what if I roll well, then I will have lost that good roll for later. Yeah, then the roll is gone. Sometimes you get all the bad <laughs> ones out, though. 
<laughs> okay, well, this, I'm glad I did it this time because I got a natural 20 as well. So. Oh, nice. Great. All right. Then we started Friday. my description. I was using the horns of, I just used like some random alien. Um, see, I try to use like farm <laughs> terms for Friday to help. Grasp it by the horns, y'all. <laughs> Grasp it by the horns. Uh, between Rolora's just absolute expert, outstanding instructions, and the fact that Friday is super smart. He's very quick on the uptake. He's not an engineer, but he has watched enough engineering engineers do their work that that all made sense to him. And he was able, you are able to do the emergency shutdown procedure and the airlock doors closed. Okay. Ooh. I immediately go check on the gobos, make sure they're okay. And then the Defrix is. Uh, you'll probably also want to tell Starin to see if she can re-engage the gravity in this room because two separate systems got messed with. Darren, can you uh, re-engage that gravity in here when you get a chance? Thank you, Fanny. Mm, sure. I'll, I might prioritize it next turn. I might prioritize <laughs> it next time I get a chance. Um, I will also say that that was the final trap. You are oh. out of you are out of combat. <gasps> the, you have reclaimed your ship from Aline's Nanite revenge plan. Did we Good save job, all gang. the Defrixes? Unfortunately, Woo! no. Oh, I knew it. I was like, how much did we lose? Oh. Okay, it's not as bad as it could have been. You were able to get this handled in less than 15 rounds. Ooh. So only 10 Defrixes are dead. Out of how many? 100. Oh, that's not bad at all. Right. Yeah, no, you did. You did a great job. You handled this. You handled this as efficiently as you possibly could have. So, but oh, some of yeah. the Defrixes were just too too beat up from their various adventures. Stampedes are really dangerous, and sure. uh, <laughs> about about ten of them did not make it. <sighs> but it's not going to cut into your profit margin that much, so that's good news. Hey, you know. What 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 else we can do with them? We can turn them into into armor, and also maybe uh, butcher them and have some y'all y'all can have some dinners. Oh, yeah, we might we might might save some money on the food budget for the next couple months. I don't even want to imagine what my kitchen looks like right now. <sighs> oh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> well, that's not helpful, Saren. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the uh, gobos, the gobos are fine uh, because I assume that somebody checks on them. They passed yeah. out in the cargo hold, but they—you are able to revive them, and they really only have some minor headaches and aches and pains, and generally are generally are kind of grumpy. But they will be. They will be okay. I'm pleased to report. I'm, pl- <laughs> I'm pleased that they survived as well, because that would have been sad if we lost the Gavos. Absolutely. They are our mascots. We'll cheer them up with some Defric steaks. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you What do you all want to do now? Take a nap. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I imagine it's it's kind of cleanup time. Is making sure that the Defrixes are calm down even more so maybe make sure they're fed uh i'm sure their shit is all over the place mm-hmm. so it's going to be a lot of cleaning up and oh, a panicky lot of, animals make such a mess of all kinds <laughs> uh, 
I I make sure to start in the kitchen first so that way all the spices are pulled out. Just kidding. <laughs> uh the so that way uh the the kitchen's all cleaned up because I know that will get Fanny upset if she has to see her messy mm-hmm. kitchen. And then <laughs> and then from there we'll just clean room by room, I guess. Okay. Saren is renouncing the uh, needing to clean due to needing to fix the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good call. Captain, you can fix Smart. the shit. I'll fix the ship. <laughs> 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 and I just pass, I pass the mop over to the cabos. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> They're recovering, man. <laughs> They're in their room having a lie down. <laughs> yeah, who's the farm boy here? <laughs> hey, all of us are, except for Saren. And pass the mop over to Pallet as we all start mopping. <laughs> uh, Relora, I did mention earlier that there were there was still a very small cloud of nanites that had not disappeared yet in the tech workshop. If you make me an engineering check, I will let you collect a sample. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Engineering. Come on, engineering. Oh, well, I'm going to roll today with these skill checks. That's a 19 (laughs) on the die for a total of 25. Wow, look at you. Uh, Yeah, uh, that'll that'll do it. You are able to secure yourself a sample. I'm in like a pen pal that you have in your bag. (sighs) All right. Um, Let's see. So once that's squared away, the next thing on their... Uh, agenda is they're going to revert to their full-on astrozoan starfish form and is going to kind of get between like the nooks and crannies of of the ship and to assist uh, Saren investigating the cameras and some of the repairs that way you know Saren can handle the software issues and then Relora can squeeze through spaces kind of for hardware issues i i was just i had this i i, I almost started laughing i just imagined uh miss fanny turning into a gelatinous cube so she could just clean up that way <laughs> just like suck up all the stuff and go around <laughs> she uh, that, that's not part of a repertoire but that is that. interesting maybe <laughs> maybe down the line it's been a long it's time <laughs> into <laughs> I guess the nearest Jeffrey's tube or whatever they call them. <laughs> I'm going to call Jeffrey it the Joanna's anyway. tube. I like it. <laughs> the Joanna's tube. So Saren, you're investigating the camera issue. Yes. Saren will be investigating the camera issue and uh, yeah, we'll focus. I mean, if, uh, if Relora is helping out with the hardware side of things, Saren will also have Jambot, uh, help out with the hardware side of things kind of going into similar Joanna's tubes mm-hmm. and um, welding, fixing things, welding, yeah. fixing things, but like they do, how would you like me to approach that? Well, I, I think a computer's check is appropriate for this one. Okay. It's one have... of your best things. It is. I hope that I rolled well enough for this because this, from what I can see, is um, I rolled a 16 on the die for a 27 total. 
it's pretty good. Yeah. Woo-hoo. That's pretty I'm good. Hoping it's a good roll. That's enough. I know. <laughs> Our chief engineer. Yes. Damn good. It's, that's a damn good roll. Hmm. A damn fine roll. <laughs> <laughs> On a 27. It's the darndest thing. <laughs> you could I have didn't. sworn that you'd already checked over these systems with a fine tooth comb when you first mm-hmm. got the ship, back when it was still called the Oliphant, even. You thoroughly checked these systems. But you could swear as you're searching through, you know, the various files that there's there's stuff you hadn't seen there before. And then the instant you go to actually access it, it's just gone again as if it hadn't been there, as if it's being hidden from you actively. You could swear that that's what's going on. That couldn't be possible, right? Hmm. Unless some, unless it's coming from inside the ship. <laughs> so <laughs> there, there. This is fascinating. I, hmm. I am really confused. I feel like there's someone that's actively hacking the, hiding and hacking things from me while I'm working on them. Maybe some redundancies in the ship that we failed to miss. I, oh, geez. Who are you talking to? I'm just kind of talking to myself. You're just talking to yourself? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, I don't know why I had this darndest thought. What if I just kind of... Generally speaking, open a comm and am speaking to speaking to Jambot uh, and speaking all of this, these thoughts just to hear like the comforting sounds of welding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mystery. (laughs) Jambot is drifting through the walls. So anyone sort of in Jambot's vicinity can hear what you're uh kind of stream of consciousness mumbling about to him. Yeah. Jambot passes you, Ballad, and you catch the tail end of some of what Saren is saying. And given the nature of what you are and how you came into being and the project that originated you, and then also given the results of the recall knowledge check you're about to make for me. So you may roll me a life science, a culture or a profession assassin slash spy. Or if you have any of those, one of those I have any points in is cultures. Okay. (laughs) Oh, roll me a culture culture. check. (sighs) Oh, do we have any hero points to, to give oh i, uh, I think i just have uh, inspiration yeah points. i have i have them don't worry about it but also i rolled a natural 20s so. oh right on the nose for- <laughs> yes yes <laughs> 21 unless it has to- oh if it has to do with the underworld then 26 okay not the underworld criminal underworld not like hell <laughs> <laughs> i have hell knowledge hell don't have knowledge. Lie. hell yeah hell, hell yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, Knowledge you could actually 80s. have that. <laughs> <laughs> My other character literally does have that, so, you know. <laughs> okay, culture check. Uh, I'm... That's more, that's more than enough. Between hearing what Saren's talking about, having an uneasy an uneasy feeling in your gut regarding your own origins and remembering remembering that flirty conversation you had with Dr. Jarris Corrin at the bar on the horse <sighs> orbital plate. It suddenly comes mm. back to you that he mentioned that he was a bioengineer and an AI programming specialist working on Project Oliphant, which did strike you as odd at the time, but that wasn't what you were focusing on at the moment. And as the realization of what this might be hits you, your stomach drops because there's an AI already on board this ship. Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic <laughs> world's production. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of us, we also produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast. We play Pathfinder 1E. We're playing through the Reign of Winter adventure path. That's the one with Baba Yaga. It's got witches. It's got snow. It also has some interplanetary travel. And it has far more than 100 episodes out at this point. Uh, oh, yeah. Plenty oh, of backlog for you to go check out. Crazy crits constantly, bro. If you want to see Gotta more squirrely it. behavior <laughs> <laughs> from Jess in particular, go check out that show. And Dustin gets a tape. Well, I guess it's more me. This show came. We, we produced this show after Fantastic Worlds Pass podcast. So this is me getting a taste of my own medicine from Dustin, <laughs> but Dustin does have to manage us in that particular show. Long are, backlog, got, great show. Are, Go check it out. You all are oddly more chaotic on that show than on this show, I think. Yeah, but, that's because I run a tight ship. Tight ship. Oh, man. Okay, so we also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit. You can come and ask all of your speculative questions about the AI uh, that may or may not be on board the Void Jammer. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those things on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. If you'd like to support us monetarily, we sure would appreciate that. Making these shows is expensive. Uh, any 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 cash you can throw our way would be wildly appreciated. We do have benefits for you if you go to fantasticworlds.cash. we got merch, behind-the-scenes content, all kinds of crazy stuff at various levels. So go check that out and consider throwing us a couple dollars. If you don't have the dollars or don't want to give us the dollars, we totally understand. Uh, there are other ways you can support us. Please leave us a review somewhere. That will certainly help people find the show as well. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter. I am Heidi, your perpetually no not perpetually but at least temporarily confused chief engineer you can find me on twitter at vamahillion or on discord at heidelon hashtag 5836 this is angel whose astrozoan alien starfish is traversing the bowels of a ship oh man this ap is <laughs> awesome um i could be reached at espinoza 916 this is jess 
my stomach literally did drop. Because <laughs> also, there's so much going on with Ballad's backstory. I'm like, my brain, I'm doing the lady doing math face big time. It was I'm like, where is Abby taking this? <laughs> yeah. That's I'm a good question. Scared. I'm so scared. Um, it could be really bad. Anyways, I guess we it's, won't find out. It's such a rich backstory, Jess. It would be. I. I just. It. It was asking to be plumbed. <laughs> something. <laughs> this is bad. Okay. Well. Anyways, we won't find out for a while. But until then, you can find me at Hank the Clank. <laughs> uh, this is your friendly neighborhood space cowboy, Dustin, aka Friday or Friday Francisco, aka Dustin who desperately wants to yell out Jacuse to somebody, but has nobody to yell it at because we have no idea who the AI is. Uh, So you can, but until then, you can yell Jacuse at me at Dustin Alexander. If you enjoy the show, do us a favor, tell some friends and family about how freaking awesome it is that they will also listen and enjoy the show. And we'll see you next time, far beyond the stars. Jacuse! Pew pew, gang! Pew pew! Right! Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Pack, Fly Free or Die, is a trademark of Paizo. Copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. Uh, no, no, this is just speculation. Did something happen to, um, the, the, uh, Ballad's brother or sibling hmm it's an interesting question it's a really interesting question <sighs> no no you're not gonna be able to officially other. ask me anything about it until next episode Wee! <laughs> 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 but it's a doozy oh my <laughs> <laughs>